Welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 11. This week, we're going to be talking about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going in to Washington and losing a game they should have won. We're also going to be talking about Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs dominating the Las Vegas Raiders 41-14. And then we're going to talk about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys crushing the Falcons 43-3. We're then going to wrap up the show by talking about the Washington Wizards, the number one seed in the East currently. Are they the real deal? And then we're also going to be talking about the New Orleans Pelicans and that little dumpster fire of an organization. So thank you all for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. Trey, how are you doing today? Um, I heard you were at the, the football team game, so uh, you probably had a great time, man. Yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, it was right behind the goalpost. Um, got to see Brady close up and in person for the first time. Uh, lots of check downs, but, I mean, it was still nice to see Chase Young Sad to see him get hurt. It happened. It happened like right in front of us too. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah well, but it was a great game. That was um, for sure. I'll, I'll take the result. That was for sure. Upset of the week. Uh, that's the first game we're going to talk about. Off the bye week, Tampa Bay or yeah, Tampa Bay. Man, off the bye week after that loss to the Saints two weeks ago to Trevor Simeon, they come in and play Taylor, Taylor Heineke, and I don't know what it is about this Bucks team, man. Uh, the talent is there. There's no, there's no de- denying that for sure. Uh, two early picks by Tom Brady. Um, I think in the first two drives, and then he almost got one uh, off the the shoe of, I believe it was Chris Godwin. So uh, yeah, the the Bucks looked a little sloppy off the bye week. Uh, Tom Brady, very subpar day. 23, 34, 220 yards, two touchdowns, and like I said earlier, two picks. Um, Mike Evans had two. One big catch and, and a touchdown. So uh, it's just I don't know about this Bucks team. Um, the talent is there, so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if this team you know tightens up and gets right for the playoffs. But at, at the moment, uh, they're looking a little sloppy. Um, the secondary, I still just I, there's a lot of questions to be um, to be to be answered there because Taylor Heineke, who is, I mean, Shrey has been saying he doesn't have a strong arm. He uh, he's a little sloppy with his passes. Throws, uh, I think he had a pick in his past like three or four games. Played as well as he could have played. Um, Two hundred fifty-six yards, touchdowns, no pick. But I, I gotta say, I remember in the beginning of the season, the Bucks' run defense was like everybody was ter- like terrified of them. Then they played the Bears, Khalil Herbert at hundred yards, and now I feel like a lot of teams are gashing him. Uh, Kamara did decent last week. Antonio Gibson, I mean, he had. 64 yards, two touchdowns. It, it's it just felt like, like he had more, though. Yeah, it felt like he had a lot more. And the thing was, the, the football team closed the game on a 10-minute and 24-second drive, I believe. And it's just like, at that point, if your defense can't get off the field, it doesn't matter how much talent you have on the offensive side. Uh, I, I saw a Bucks team that just got pushed around. Uh, a team that we haven't seen. I haven't seen this Bucks team play this poorly since last year against the Rams on Monday night against Jerry Goff, if you guys remember that. So, uh, yeah, that's all i got to say. Uh, props to the Washington football team. Um, they're going to give the Dallas Cowboys a better seed in the playoffs, hopefully. So, we'll see what goes on. Uh, Charade thinks the football team is going to make the playoffs. I don't. So, Charade, I, that, was, that was just satire. Take it away, uh, man. Take it away. I mean, yeah, like that was a surprising thing to see. Honestly, I got to see it up close in person. And um, – yeah, the Bucks just looked out of sync. Um, I missed their first drive. I was still getting in. But, um, yeah, I mean, Brady threw a pick. Um, probably that play wasn't really his fault. 
Um, and they just got off to a really bad start and really couldn't make up for um, the first quarter mistakes um, the rest of the game. They just look out of sync. And I think Brady kind of missed Belichick for the first time in a long time. Because um, out of a bye, Belichick's teams are not coming out that sloppy, that mm-hmm. lackadaisical. They just did not look prepared. And um, we just ran – we just we just pushed them around, basically. I mean, um, sure, the uh, yards per rush numbers for Gibson weren't that great, but he was, he was gashing them um, on a few runs. Um, Heineke was pretty much doing whatever he wanted. Um, and yeah, we were just, we just had a bunch of long drives, kept the ball away from Brady. I think that was probably the best way to beat, um, the Bucks because Brady just could never establish a rhythm. Um, we really, um, the secondary really showed up for the first time in a long time because we didn't get to Brady at all besides like one quarterback hit. Um, so the secondary really stepped up. I think there were only two big plays. It was one to that. Darden dude who dropped the first pass. And then the second one was obviously that Mike Evans touchdown. I thought once Mike Evans scored that touchdown, I was like, okay, here we go. Um, it's going to be one of those games. They get our hopes up and they just fold. And we didn't let them touch the ball after that until there were like 20-something seconds left. That last drive was so epic. Uh, we converted so many third downs. Obviously, um, Terry on that last um, third down that we really needed. Uh, on the slant, nice throw by Heineke as he was backpedaling. Magnets, um, bro. Like, I got magnets. I know. Like, I thought he was dead when he caught it because he got popped, and then he got up and started flexing. Everyone was going – everyone was so hyped when he did that. Um, what a play by McLaurin. Um, I think it was just a great team effort, especially after the loss of Chase Young. Um, obviously, I mean, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much. I was just joking about our playoff chances. Yes, it can happen, but I don't think it will happen. Um, but it was just nice – to see an upset. Um, the Both of the games I've been to have been wins. Um, I've been to 66% of our wins this year, which is pretty crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, but as for the Bucs, I think they'll be fine. I think Brady was really missing A.B. and Gronk this game. He needed to get into the rhythm. Usually he gets into a rhythm by passing to the guys he really trusts, and he just didn't have them there. Once they get healthy, once Murphy Bunting and uh, Carlton Davis come back, I think their secondary will be a bit better. I think they lost Vita Vea for a little bit. Um, so that could hurt their run defense. But once he's back, we know the force he can be. So I think the Bucs, this was this was uh, uh, really weird to see. Two straight. Like, you, you thought that Saints game was their letdown game of the season. But they, this is two straight letdown Especially games. Especially when Jameis went down. I thought, I was like, oh, they, this, they just definitely win this game. But. Exactly. And um, two straight games where they just really uh, have not played up to that Super Bowl standard, obviously. But I think they'll be back. They'll be fine. I believe in Brady and his leadership. Obviously, Bruce Arians, um, he called Brady out. And I feel like that did work last year when he did that. So, uh uh, I think they'll be better prepared for this next game against the Giants, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get back um, and be ready for this uh, Super Bowl run. All right, Kenny's now on the line. Kenny, we gotta say any thoughts about the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That's your goat, man. That's your goat, losing the Taylor Heineke. We're really, we're really judging. This. Wow, wow, man! Two picks in the first first quarter, first quarter, yeah. In a game that really should have been. I really thought going to be a blowout. You know, Brady didn't deliver. And obviously, I know how good Brady is. I'm not going to call him a go, but I know he's good. I know they'll bounce back from this loss. But it's a loss that shouldn't have happened, and I feel it's kind of 
you know, what if this mishap happens in the playoffs? Like, what happens there? You have one, you have one chance in the playoffs. Uh, their secondary isn't what it used to be last year. The defense has taken a little bit of hits. They gotta, they gotta work on stopping that drive. That ten minute drive should never have happened. They could honestly, if they didn't happen, they could have won the game. But disappointed from both sides. Uh, especially for the football team who lost Chase Young for the whole rest of the year. That hurts a lot for a team. The curse of the number two first. pick, man. You said what? The curse of the number two pick. I think going back to like every 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 number two pick in the in the um their second season, something happens to them. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, Saquon. You got uh, who is it? Carson Wentz. I mean, the list goes on and on. That's wild. But yeah, but that game was won by Washington's defense. They had uh, they lost it after the game. And it worked. I mean, this that's the defense. We saw defense yesterday that we thought we'd see all year. Um, you know, I am from Washington, but hopefully they can continue it. Uh, if they don't, that kind of sucks. Sorry, Shrey. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got to go go the season for them. I got to say, man, Tampa Bay, you know, we had our doubts about them last year. After they lost a couple games, I remember they lost to Chicago and then they lost to the, the Rams. We were freaking out. And then look what happened. So don't don't count them out yet. Uh, I think Tom Brady's gonna be fine. All right, he's still the goat. It's just one game. He'll be fine. He'll be in the playoffs, NFC Championship at least. So uh, yeah, Tampa Bay will be fine. Um, on to the next team. We gotta talk about Thursday night. I was watching this game from start to finish, and wow. I, I think Miami just figured out the formula to beat Lamar Jackson because this dude does not know how to audible plays. Or Greg Roman, the offense coordinator, didn't know how to tell Lamar to, like, yo, change up the play. Um, that Dolphins team gave gave the Ravens. They told them exactly what they're going to do. They're going to line up five, in the, five or six in the box and leave the middle of the field wide open. And Lamar never audibled to throw quick slants or anything, and they lost the game. It's simple as that. I don't know what the Ravens were doing. Um, this is one of the worst coach games I've seen John Harbaugh have. Uh, it was just a sloppy game from start to finish. It seemed like the Ravens they had they're coming off of like a bunch of a, a bunch of close games. So uh, I mean they had the overtime game against the Vikings, and then it, I don't know what happened. Uh, honestly, coming into this game, I thought the Ravens were going to blow out the Dolphins. Uh, I mean Jacoby Brissett played half the game, and Tua came in, made some big throws, and won this game for them. But uh, at the end of the day, man, Lamar, you gotta you gotta learn how to audible these plays, bro. You cannot see the middle of the field wide open and have your receivers still running outside the numbers. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. The Ravens, I think they will bounce back from this. They'll learn from this, uh, and this might have been the little the little slap in the face uh, for the Ravens, so they can turn up for the rest to re- the rest of the season because uh, they got lucky this week with all the AFC North teams losing. Yeah, that was just a completely ugly loss for the Ravens. Uh, <clears throat> You I mean, yeah, you were right. They can't – he has to be able to um, find a way to check out of those plays um, when he knows what look he's going to get every single play. Uh, we saw Jordan Love struggle with that against the Chiefs when they were sending an all-out blitz every play, and Lamar struggled with it. So, um, yeah, they got to find – because teams are going to start using that now, and he's got to find a way um, to uh, – mitigate that he I don't like that was just really ugly they couldn't get anything going on offense the one time they did run a slant um mister everyone touting him as oh the Chiefs lost him they can't handle they can't they can't handle it without him Sammy Watkins of course he fumbles um 
And um, that really changed the game. I thought maybe the Ravens could, you know, salvage the game and make that comeback. But obviously that was a backbreaker there. Um, their secondary um, has really concerned me this season. Even Marlon Humphrey, um, he's been getting burned a lot this year. And obviously Averitt, um, he's no Marcus Peters. And they've had just a lot of coverage breakdowns that have really killed them. And you can't have that if you want to be in a contestant for a Super Bowl. Um, the Miami defense was just all over the place. Um, they've been hot. I think they've gone eight. They went seven quarters without allowing a touchdown until uh, Baltimore scored in kind of garbage time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, Brian Flores, um, he's a good coach. I think this quarterback situation, they need to figure it out. Once they do, I think they can be a really um, viable team for the playoffs. Um, obviously in a tough division now with uh, Bills and Patriots. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but um, the Dolphins definitely, hopefully if they can trade for Watson, um, they can be very, very scary with um, the coaching staff that they have and the talent they have on that defense. Mm. <clears throat> well, the Ravens clearly fell victim to the trap game. This is not a game for a loss. They came out slow. Uh, and, you know, they all season they've been coming out slow, you know, against the Chiefs, the Colts, the Vikings. But they're able to, you know, turn it on later on and get the wins. But that did not happen this game. Uh, they couldn't figure out Miami's defense. Miami's defense, I thought in the last year they were strapping. I thought this year, you know, they take a step forward, be a playoff team. That obviously, that's not going to happen. But the defense is balling once again, and they proved it against the Ravens. Uh, they threw a lot of blitzes, and they had they had the Ravens up in sorts. Uh, they couldn't figure out that, the, like you said, Greg Roman wasn't calling a good game. I don't think. I think he was the big part of the loss. Yeah. Um, they they ran a lot of screens mm-hmm. back game. and it didn't work. Like they just couldn't figure anything out on offense. I don't know why they were running that jet play to Duvernay when they're. Throwing an all-out blitz, like it's just yeah, it doesn't make it work. Greg Roman had a terrible play calling game, uh, and the defense too. Honestly, they've been getting up a lot of big plays. They, they do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's fine. I would say it's fine for the Ravens this week. They could have an off week because the rest of the AFC North. I mean, the the Bengals are on by, but the other two teams. First, I got to talk about the Browns, bro. Oh my goodness. I don't they know if it was it. more. I don't know if it was more about the Browns being trash or Bill Belichick and Mac Jones absolutely just having a great game. Um, but yeah, starting off with the Browns, Baker Mayfield. Um, maybe both of you, maybe both OBJ and and Baker were the problem, because uh, what I saw from wow. Baker, he looked timid, bro. He looked scared. I said he looked comfortable last week against the Bengals. Belichick, I mean, when you play against Bill Belichick, he's gonna come after you. Uh, he did just that. Baker had 73 yards, touchdown, and a pick. He did get hurt uh, later in the game. But I got to say, bro, this man, Baker, has nine touchdowns um, through 10 games. Averaging less than – with all those weapons, with all those weapons, he has nine touchdowns in 10 games. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, both out of the game. Or both didn't play. I think Nick Chubb had COVID. So, uh, Baker was basically – I mean, he had to – Disposal, disposal, and he still lost. I just don't – I don't understand. Um, Dearness Johnson had a great game. He had 100 yards uh, rushing and 50 yards receiving. But, I mean, there's just nothing going for this this Browns team. Uh, I think 
when the Patriots started turning up in the second quarter, the defense began to give up, give up as well. Um, and then after that, it was just an onslaught. Mac Jones threw some great balls. Uh, I think he will be offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I mean, it's either up to him or Jamar Chase, depending on what Jamar Chase does. But Mac Jones, uh, he's playing great. He's very – I mean, like we said, he's, he's he's probably the most mature quarterback coming into this um, into this draft, the most NFL-ready quarterback. And he might be looking – he might be looking at the playoffs this year because the Patriots are rolling. They're on a four-game uh, winning streak. Belichick is playing the Patriots like it's 2000 again, bro, just ground and pound, um, something that Bruce Aarons needs to learn. But, yeah, ground and pound. Ramondre Stevenson, 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne looks good. Uh, the Patriots are rolling. And, yeah, I, if I'm the Bills, I would not take these Patriots lightly, bro, coming up. Uh, I would not take mm-hmm. them lightly at all. Yeah, I mean, I think I said it. On one of our posts last week, don't be surprised if if the Patriots come out of the AFC um, and represent them in the Super Bowl. Because yo, Patriots, they, uh, Buccaneers, Super Bowl, bro, Kenny would be yeah. so sick. <laughs> they are balling, bro. They're 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 firing on all cylinders right now. Mac Jones, yes, he doesn't give you all these wild plays. Um, that throw he made to Kendrick Bourne, uh, that was probably his best throw of the season, and. Obviously, the best throw is uh, rookie career so far. Um, he's been efficient, and um, he does whatever Josh McDaniels tells him to do. He knows when to make the checks. He knows how to read a defense. Is very accurate, and um, I think that's the formula for the Patriots to win. They, uh, that's all they really needed. They needed a guy to play within the system. Yeah, Cam was just not a good fit, I guess. Um, but Cam, I mean, he's he's a different player. Um, he likes to ad lib and stuff, and maybe that's just not how the Patriots' offense runs. Um, their defense is firing on all cylinders. Um, Christian Barmore, who they drafted out of Alabama, is having a really great season. Um, obviously, uh, they drafted uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who came in and played a really great game um, for uh, Damian Harris. Um, they're looking really good, and um, I mean, Belichick, he's back, bro. Like, I don't know why you're disrespecting him so much this year, Vincent, because he lost the GOAT. So it's going to take a little bit of time to adjust. Now he has his guy, and the Patriots are back to being the Patriots. Um, and I, I think they're going to be good for a while uh, with Mac Jones at the helm. Um, and as for the Browns, I mean, I think Baker got undressed this week. Hey, we're going to ask a question, though. Is he going to get that contract extension this year? He's not going to get that contract nah. extension. I would not pay him, man. I wouldn't pay him either, bro. Yeah. And in the their GM now, he didn't draft Baker. So, Baker has to go above and beyond to impress this dude, and he is underperformed. Uh, I'll say, I'll no say this. I'll say this about Baker. If you draw a line and Kirk Cousins is on the verge, is Baker better than Kirk Cousins? If he's not, no. he's not getting paid. There you go. He's he's in, yeah, he's in a group with – Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr, and he's the worst out of that group. Those are guys that, okay, yeah, you won't be terrible if you have them, but they're not going to, like, carry you to a Super Bowl. You need to have the right components around them. And uh, so far, we haven't seen Derek Derek Carr with the right components, so we can't really say that. Yeah, I was about to say that. Derek Carr has been on a bad team so far. Yeah, exactly. So, Baker, I mean, he – he has all the weapons. Like I've said this many times, three good tight ends, good receivers, three good running backs. I mean, Darnus Johnson is a very good third running back. Great offensive line. Yeah, he didn't have his right tackle, but the rest of the line is very good. 
um, and he has not performed. There's no excuse for 73 yards through three quarters. Case Keenum out threw him in one quarter. Um, it's just not going to cut it, and I don't think he's going to get that contract. Uh, mm. I still think the Browns can make the playoffs. The AFC is wide open, but um, he's going to have to step up. I think he's going to have to – because every time he doesn't have a good game, they're like, oh, my God, he's playing with one arm. But when he has a great game, nobody says anything. Uh, so I don't think we can keep this injury excuse with him. He needs to show up. That's it. He has all these commercials. He just needs to show up and play like the number one pick. Uh, there can't be this many excuses for a number one pick. I'm done with it. Wow. Kenny? Nah, yeah, but I – the offense does not scare me of Cleveland. Uh, all the weapons and Baker can't do anything. He should not get paid, in my opinion. He's too inconsistent. Um and, you know, inconsistencies have been, you know, the identity of the Browns this entire season. The de- even the defense, like, they'll have plays where they strap and then have games where they get cooked by Ricky Mac Jones. Um, that If the Browns want to be the team that they're built to be, they got to stop with those inconsistencies. Um, yeah, they have injuries over the board. You know, Nick Chubb was out. Um, Trent Hunt was out. But, you know, you still have Jarvis Landry, you still have your three good tight ends. Uh, you know, make plays, Baker. Like it's you gotta you gotta do something. Seventy three yards is actually very wild to have. They play with three quarters, three quarters. Yeah, three quarters, of, three quarters in a game where you didn't have your top two running backs, and you're supposed to be the leader of the team. Seventy three yards. All right, bro. Um, from the Patriots side, yeah, I hate to say it, but Mac Jones is looking good. Um, he got Jacoby Myers his first touchdown in a three-year career yeah. so far. So, I mean, Belichick, I was the one who always say, you know, Belichick made Brady. And I still think that, but that's a whole other story. Stop, stop. Bro. What the hell? No, 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 no. I'll talk. I said, Belichick made Brady, but then Brady kept everything he learned, and he's just, now he's just dirty. But, you know, Matt Jones had a bright future in his league. Patriots, the defense is always going to be good under Belichick. So, I mean, hey, it hurts me to say, but Patriots are looking good, and they could honestly be in the playoffs. I can see it because we'll talk about this later, but the Steelers, wow. No, we're talking about it right now, man. We're talking about it right now. We're Staying on the right theme now. of the AFC North, man. Mm. Hey, we got over at Heinz Field, man. I I don't know what to say. I don't even know what to say about the Steelers. Uh, I was raving about them the past three weeks, and then I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to be division leaders after the Ravens lost. Man, was I wrong? It's like, it's like when the Steelers are on the verge of doing something in the NFL, bro. It just it just doesn't get done. We saw this in 2017 with Blake Bortles and the Jaguars, and they beat them in the stack team. We saw it last year when they started off 11 and 0, and then they lost to the Browns in the wild card game. Now this year, uh, they had a, t- a chance. I mean, it was on a silver platter for them to take the division. All they had to do was beat the 0 and 8 Detroit Lions, and Jared Goff led team. And they decide to start Mason Rudolph, bro. I don't know how this man is still in the NFL. I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's done to still be in the NFL. He can't throw it over ten yards. I don't know who was worse. I was watching like Jared Goff in the mirror. Um, I mean, they they try to feed Najee Harris as much as they could. Uh, it, it was just a it was just a mess of a game. Uh, the Lions, they they ran the ball well. I was surprised. The Steelers defense. Um, they gave up that many rushing yards. DeAndre Swift, they, I mean, they literally ran the ball with him 33 times, but I've never seen this before. It's like some Derrick Henry numbers. 33 carries, uh, 130 yards. And then I think, uh, he, he, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but 
Igwebuki, whatever. He had a he had a 45 yard touchdown to basically tie the game. Uh, Jared Goff literally had 70 yards, but I swear I was looking at his stat line. He had 70 yards coming to like the end of the fourth quarter, man. I didn't know what was going on, but you know, luckily in overtime, uh, I saw Deontay Johnson, my fantasy player, have a great catch, run for like 30 yards, fumbled it, and then Firemouth also fumbled it. I just don't know, man. It's like the Steelers are allergic to prosperity now. It's it's kind of wild. Um, I think they need to change the helm. I think Big Ben needs to go. Maybe I think Mike Tomlin might take that USC job because what? I can't deal. I can't deal with this stuff. I don't think he can deal with this anymore, bro. Um, they just need to draft a new quarterback. I think this whole Mason Rudolph experiment. He needs to go. Dwayne Haskins apparently was on his phone. I don't know what the kind of Steelers. Or, I don't know what Steelers organization are, are doing, but uh, yeah, they. There's no way, no excuse you lose this game or you tie this game at home. Um, I'll count it as a loss, though, because it's the Lions, bro. Um, yeah, go ahead. Can you go ahead? Man, oh, man, oh, man, bro. I don't even know what to say. This game blew my mind. I mean, I, I really thought that we would win by maybe 10. It would be a bit bending. But the tie, the 0-8 Browns led by Jared Goff. First of all, I I don't think Mason Rudolph lost us that game. He played a very big role in it, yeah, but I don't think he lost he lost it by himself. He missed a lot of he missed a lot of easy easy throws. But the defense, I don't know why they're allowing two hundred yards to DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Like <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Stop the run. That's why we lost this game. They had possession so long. And at, even at the end of the game, we didn't we just didn't want to win. <laughs> Deontay Johnson couldn't – you can't fumble that ball. Reminds me of Juju when he fumbled against the ba- – um, the Bengals. Saints. Saints, Saints, Saints. Um, you can't do that. From we had, we had a chance after the fumble to take, take back the lead. You folded. You fumbled too. I don't know why – you know that. so I think blame is everywhere to go. It goes on the coaching staff too. Like, Tom, you know you're playing Mason Rudolph. You know how bad he is. Why are you throwing a ball 50 times with that dude <laughs> in the rain? I mean, you're, you're, you're a go to coast time, but why? Oh, Come my on, God. Bro. Not Canada. Why? Um, honestly, this team has all the pieces except for quarterback. Uh, I feel like we have the receivers. We have the running back. We have the, the lines improving game by game. The defense is what the defense is. It's apparently not last game, though, but we see a succession plan for Big Ben, and clearly we don't have that. So. I don't know. Maybe we need to take a look at Dwayne Haskins next week. I really don't want to watch another game. Makes it Rudolph ever again. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Uh, uh, Haskins got good off the phone, bro. Yeah, Haskins. He's not helping. He's not helping his case at all. Like, how are you gonna be on the during warm warm up throwing lazy passes and be on the phone? Oh, if man. you're trying to be the backup, permanently, in a uh, potential future franchise. Makes no sense. Wow. Wow. The Steelers had it on a silver platter to take the division lead. And, of course, they couldn't do it. Um, And that's why I don't think they're going to go to the playoffs. And they're not going to win this division. Um, Yeah. There's no excuse for this. There's absolutely no excuse for this. Um, I don't care if Big Ben wasn't playing. The fact that it took the Steelers – so long to realize Jared Goff sucks and not just put nine in the box. And they just <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like you knew it's, it's Jared Goff has tiny hands. It's raining. 
you know they're not going to throw the ball that much. You know they don't trust him in that in those conditions. And they still allowed over 200 yards rushing, uh, which is absolutely inexcusable. Um, Mason Rudolph, under five yards an attempt. Like, are you serious? Um, I think we've seen enough from Mason Rudolph. I think uh, we know what he is. He's a, like, low-tier backup. I think next time this happens, I think they should try out Dwayne Haskins. Um I mean, I don't think it's going to be that much better, but um, at least you, at least you, you don't, you don't know what you have with Haskins. At least there's some potential for uh, a positive, uh, something positive from that. Um, Mason Rudolph, like we know the story on him, so there. I think there's no point in really trying with him anymore. Um, he really looks like he's throwing a medicine ball out there. Um, <laughs> No, he just no he sucks. He sucks, man. Oh, he man. sucks. Like he I got to see. He... What were you saying? He floats every pass, bro. Yeah, like I got to see Taylor Heineke in person, and in person that arm looks weak compared to Brady. Like I can't even imagine what Mason Rudolph's look like in person. Um, but yeah, the Steelers really can't be doing this. This team has prided itself on its defense, and I know Kenny's been saying like. The defense is going to carry them this year. But, I mean, allowing 200 rushing yards, um, that can't happen again. I think uh, hopefully Big Ben comes back for their sake because um, this backup quarterback situation just has not been it for years now. And um, they're really going to have to look for another quarterback this offseason. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be in the draft because this draft is looking pretty weak from a quarterback sense and just an overall sense. Uh, so it, it's going to be weird for teams this year who are looking for a quarterback because um, we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, maybe. Um, we might t- we'll probably touch on that later. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a weird year for teams on that quarterback market. Um, and the Steelers are going to have to uh, jump on that because they have a championship-worthy championship, a championship defense. Um, it's just a matter of getting uh, the quarterback uh, situation figured out. And the Lions, I don't need to spend too much time on them. They stink too. Um, they, in a seventeen-game season, they could find themselves finding a way to go in sixteen, which is pretty crazy. Again, yeah. Um, I gotta say, bro, the, the next team I want to talk about, man, my Dallas Cowboys. That we gotta talk about some good things. Dak Prescott bounce back game. You know, I stuck on them. I said they're gonna lose this game. Reverse psychology. You know how it is. Oh my god! Um, we look good out there, bro. Dan Quinn got his revenge. I mean, CD looked like CD. The team looked like they're back in the Super Bowl contention. Uh, I mean, good that we made Josh Rosen play at the end of the game. He threw a pick too. But uh, I have nothing much to say. Uh, the Cowboys, we look good. We're gonna Micah Parsons. He might he might be in the conversation for DPOY, man. Low key. Uh, Trayvon Davis got another interception. We look great. Dak was throwing dimes. Uh, 43-3, we got a huge game against Casey this week. So, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I honestly think we're going to lose this game because the way Casey's playing right now. But, uh, yeah, we're looking good. Yeah, I mean, we told you you were overreacting last week, um, doing the classic self-handicap um, to save uh, save your face if they lost. But, yeah, I mean, they just – like this was not even close after the first drive. Uh, the Cowboys' offense is just 
it's pretty much unstoppable unless Dak is having one of those games that he's had um, that he had last last year or last week. Sorry, um, but yeah, I think the Cowboys—they're probably one of the top five teams in the league. Um, Micah Parsons is an animal; like that dude is everywhere. He's—I've been impressed with him since before the draft, and he's probably going to get this defensive rookie of the year. But yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, they're looking good. I can't lie. It hurts. It hurts to say. Um, and they're running away with this division. Uh, I think they should be favored against the Chiefs, honestly, because I'm not. We're gonna talk about this later too. I'm not that impressed with the Chiefs' win. Um, we're sure ever yeah. impressed with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. And the the Falcons. I mean, yeah. I think that was like, yeah. They they're not making the playoffs. Uh, they got a game against the Patriots this week. They're probably gonna lose that too. Um, yeah, Matt Ryan just did not look good throughout the game. Um, once you get him uncomfortable, because their offensive line is not good, uh, it's really hard for the Falcons' offense to get anything going. Yeah, this game was just a manslaughter, uh, honestly. Cowboys, Dak played a great game. Uh, Zeke added two touchdowns. CD was great. Tony Pollard had some yards. Mark Cooper had some yards. It was just everybody was doing everything. Uh, the offense clicked that night, and it showed them the score of 43-3. Uh, defensively, the Cowboys look good. Trayvon Day going to get us some yards sometime, but still, he get the picks. He's going to get those picks. Jordan Lewis picking up, picking off Matt Ryan uh, and forcing him to put in Josh, Josh Rosen. No matter what happened, they were just picking picking them off. His defense is looking good. Micah Parsons, that boy is tough. That boy is tough. He's, he's going to be a staple in his defense for years to come. And the Cowboys have a bright future. The best team in the NFC East or NFC least, I should say. But they can honestly, they might be my Super Bowl pick if I really wanted to pick a repick. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a classic, classic bounce back game after a classic letdown game, man. Yeah. All right, moving on. Talking about a team that let down the Arizona Cardinals um, with Colt McCoy led team and. Uh, they finally had it coming because last week, I think they played, uh, I don't know, they, they blew them out last week. But this week, they played the Panthers and Cam Newton's first game back. He had a couple snaps. Uh, I think he threw for a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown. But um, P.J. Walker, man, not bad. Uh, game manager, uh, CMC was back. And whenever CMC is in this, in, on this team, on the field, they look like a much better team. Um, he's an an extraordinary weapon. We've seen what he can do. 13 carries, 95 yards. And the Cardinals, I I honestly, bro, I'm not that scared of them, especially with – I don't know what's going on with with D-Hop. I think it's his hamstring, so that takes a few weeks to heal. And then Kyler is banged up shoulder, so they got to sort that out because there is no way in hell Colt McCoy, Christian Kirk, and A.J. – or washed A.J. Green – can go out there and win more games. I think Kyler needs to be back for the next few games, especially with the Rams riding their tails. So, uh, yeah, I think the Cardinals, they're in, they're in a rough spot. Um, they got to hope for Kyler and D-Hop to come back so that offense can start kickstarting again. Um, and then as for, the, uh, as for the Panthers, they got the Washington football team next week. So it's going to be a test uh, against a decent defense. I don't know if Cam will start. Uh, P.J. Walker did look good out there. But – if Cam does start and he can somehow lead this team to the playoffs, it will, it will be one of the greatest storylines uh, of the season. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that Cam Newton signing was really smart for the Panthers. Um, I think they're in more of a win now mode, or they want to. They they don't want to be tanking for draft picks or anything. They want to be in the playoffs. Um, And Cam, like he, he's an upgrade over what they have. And I think it's like the feel good story of the year. Um, He just fits in Carolina. Like it's different. Like the energy is different. I think he's gonna really. bring a new vibe to that Carolina team that they didn't have, obviously, with Sam Darnold. It was just like that last week was just really ugly against the Patriots. Um, I think he's going to start this week. It's going to be a revenge game for Rivera and for Cam. So it's going to be an interesting um, 1 o'clock slate game. Um, but I, I'm not too worried about the Cardinals uh, outside of Kyler's health. Um, obviously, a week after a backup plays, the team get the other teams get film on him. And it's obviously not going to be the same as the first week where they just destroyed uh, 49ers. Um, Panthers' defense is really good, and um, they really shut down that uh, hobbled Cardinals offense. But Kyler's got to – they got to find a way to get Kyler healthy. I would stay as cautious as possible um, because he is a smaller dude. So if they have to sit him this week and um, they have the bye week after this week, uh, I think that would be best. Um, because you want him healthy because they are, they are a different level of scary when he's healthy and um, he has the tendency to get banged up. So might as well just heal him. Um, same with Hopkins. I think they're pretty much a shoe in for the playoffs. So they just got to take a cautious approach in my opinion. And I think they'll be fine. I think they'll still win this division because the Rams do have some tough games coming up and they got some stuff to figure out as well. So I, I, I'm not too worried about the Cardinals. Uh, this game, you know, honestly, I was kind of skeptical last week how the Cardinal blew out, blew, what blowing teams out with Colt McCoy. 49ers, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was very skeptical about that. I was skeptical about that win, and this loss today or on Sunday proved it to me. Uh, they got destroyed by the Panthers, and, you know, Cam Newton had a big part of, in that role. He had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see Cam balling again, you know. That boy trying to get blackballed. I mean, that, granted, he was in high but he's vaccinated now, so he's back in the league and he's ready to play. Uh, I think they did say that they're paying for him to start next week, so we are going to see that Rivera versus Cam revenge game, which should be very interesting. Uh, Chris McCaffrey, no matter what injury he gets, he could come back and go look dirty, no matter what. That dude is just—he's just a football player. He's an athlete. He can any team with great. He's gonna come in there, get you your yards, score you some points. Um, so yeah, Panthers. You know, hopefully Cam is the answer. They can make a push for the playoffs. It was just a good defense with a you know below average offensive line, and all they're missing with a competent quarterback. I think we should have last with Sam Darnold in Carolina that we're gonna see. Um, but you know, Cam is a player who can make up for that you know weak weaker offensive line, and hopefully mm-hmm. they turn things around. Mm-hmm. And they make a push for the playoffs because you know that seventh seed in the NFC, anyone's game. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another NFC battle in Green Bay in Lambeau Field. Uh, it was snowing in the later parts of the game, and it was snowing earlier before the game started. But the Seahawks came into Green Bay, and they looked awful. Uh, Russell Wilson's first game back. Uh, of course, you know I'm not expecting too much out of him. Uh, I, I said the Seahawks defense played decently well, um, especially the fact that 
the Packers are fully healthy. Aaron Rodgers also first game back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a, an amazing game. He threw a red zone pick. Uh, I, I just think the Seahawks just they're flat offensively. Uh, we always talk about Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf with such such high praise, and uh, they honestly they didn't show up. Tyler Lockett was not involved at all. Um, Russell Wilson, I mean, like I said, first game back, they miss Chris Carson too. I would say they, they have no, they barely have a run game. Uh, Pete Carroll has no control over his players. Uh, we have DK picking a fight with anybody every week. It's always DK in a fight. He got to relax. He got to learn to stay disciplined. Um, the Seahawks, I, I think they might be done. I think this this Legion of Boom era, or that I mean, that era is already done. But I think Pete Carroll should retire. I think I think the Seahawks should send him to retirement after this year and restart because this team is aging. Russell Wilson is only getting older every day, and I just I don't know. I mean, it's been the same story with the Seahawks the past few seasons. They have the talent on the roster at certain positions, but they just don't have the depth. Um, and then as for the Packers, their defense is. A shutout. Um, the defense that Trey said um, is gonna, was the reason that Aaron Rodgers lost. They're improved. They're much better now. So I think if Aaron Rodgers can take this team to well, if when he wins this division and takes his team to the playoffs, there should be no excuses because this this Packers defense is for real. Uh, Kevin King, I all, I thought he dropped the interception, but he caught it. Um, I mean, the Packers are looking scary. I think Rashawn Gary was. Uh, I think he's injured. Uh, he went down early in the game. They did lose Aaron Jones to, I think, a sprained MCL. He'll be out for a couple of weeks. But A.J. Right. Dillon is a powerhouse back. And, like, I, I've never seen Matt LaFleur call an HB dive on third and fourth and goal. They always run that little cute play action. But, nah, they got A.J. Dillon running right up the middle, score, a touch, score two touchdowns. Um, the Packers are looking good. They look like the best team in the NFC at the moment. Uh, they should they should beat the Vikings next week. I don't know. The NFL season is kind of crazy, so – uh, we'll see what happens with the Packers, um, and yeah, I think this this shows a lot about both the teams, uh, mm-hmm. especially Seattle. Yeah, this was such an ugly game. Um, one of the weirdest games uh, this year for sure. Uh, both of these teams couldn't really get it going, and uh, the Packers finally in the in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter, they pulled together some drives and scored. Um, but yeah, I mean, Russ and the Seahawks, uh, it, just, it just looks like it's um, the end of the line, I think. I think this is probably going to be his last season um, in Seattle. Um, unless Pete Carroll retires or leaves or is fired, I think this is Russ's last year in Seattle. Um, I think he's kind of gotten tired of Pete Carroll and the way he runs this team. Um I mean, Colin was saying it's uh, it's a loose ship, and obviously we can see that with the way DK has been acting out. Um, just really out of character stuff. Um, the, it goes back to that um, Steelers game for me when he did not go out of bounds and was trying to do, it was just trying to do too much and fumbled and almost cost them the game right there. And then obviously against the Saints, he was getting into it with Marshawn Lattimore. And then this past week is just it's just really ugly. It's a bad look for them. Um, and I don't think Russ can go blameless either. Um, he wanted to rush back. He clearly did not look healthy. Mm. Um, was trying to show for the public with his little uh, corny-ass two-minute drill against no one. Um, I think, like, he clearly was not healthy. So I don't understand why he comes back. I guess he wanted to finally beat Rodgers after such a long time, but he just really can't do it anymore. 
Um, the Packers have really had their number. And um, I just think this doesn't look like a Seattle. It, the future doesn't look bright in Seattle. I, I, I think you're right. They do need Chris Carson, but he just cannot stay healthy. They have a lot of deficiencies across their team. Uh, Jamal Adams did have a good game, but you still gave him two second round picks and a or two first round picks and a player for him. There's no way he himself can make up for that. And um, yeah, it did. I just don't see what direction they can go in besides blowing it up really after the season if they don't make the playoffs. Um, but the Packers, um, the defense. I mean, yeah, like there's no excuse for Rodgers this year. Uh, I said it a few times, and I'm gonna keep saying it. They've been Balling out without Jair, without Zadarius Smith, um, guys coming in and out. Stokes has been injured. Kevin King's been injured. Uh, obviously, Rashawn Gary, who's been having a really great season, he got injured. Uh, and Whitney Merciless now out for the season. So that pass rush is going to take definitely take a hit for a few weeks. Um, but I've been so impressed with how their defense has played. Shutting out a quarterback like Russell Wilson, whether he's 100% or not, is – very, very impressive, and um, I, hopefully they can carry this um, throughout the season because they're going to be very scary because we haven't even seen the full potential of this Green Bay offense yet. I didn't watch this game, so I don't know. I'm not going to say much about it, but from what, I'm heard, from what I've heard about it, it was an ugly game on both sides. You know, Aaron Rodgers was off. Russell Wilson Clay wasn't healthy. Uh, but besides that, this – Packers team, the the defense is balling out week by week, not a full strength in a game where Rodgers is off. They're a scary team, man. You know, as the Seahawks, a team that's trying to fight for the playoff, they should take advantage of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is not having a good game, and they should have won that game. You should not be getting shut out. I don't. Your NFL team should not be getting shut out with the guy like Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Kyle Lockett. And Mm. I don't even think that. Chris Collins is going to help that much because Alex Collins had a great. That's it, Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Yeah. Chris Carson doesn't matter that much because Alex Collins had a great game. He had a good game and he still got shut out. So he's not going to make that much of a difference in the scene. Um, I think Russell Wilson better leave since his last year. I think Pete Carroll needs to retire. He's old. He's like, what, 72 now? 72. Mm, yeah. Oldest coach in the league. Yeah, I think it's time for him to hang it up because clearly this team is not being run the best way. They're undisciplined. Uh, then their future is kind of compromised too because of that Jamal Adams trade. So now we got to start from scratch, I think. Uh, but I think it's the end of Rust in Seattle. Mm. It's tragic. Moving on, we got to talk about uh, a guy who's not leaving anytime soon. A guy that straight counted out Patty Mahomes, man. Sunday night football had the best game of his uh, of the season so far for him. 35 and 50, 406, five touchdowns. What more can you – what more do you want from him? What more do you want from him? Uh, Travis Kelsey finally started getting involved in the offense. They didn't – they said no more cute stuff. We're going to go underneath. We're going to use our weapons. We're going to let – we're going to let the, our weapons get the yards underneath. And then we're going to we're gonna beat down the Raiders. And that's exactly what they did. They beat a team that they should have beat, which they've been doing all season. Patrick Mahomes on fire, five touchdowns. Um, like I said, they got their weapons involved. Travis Kelsey, 119 yards. Darrell Williams, 100 yards receiving. Tyreek Hill, 83 yards, two touchdowns. Um, even Brian Pringle got a few nice catches. Uh, this Chiefs team is heating up. Like I said, after they beat the Giants last week on Monday night or two weeks ago on Monday night, um, they're rolling now. And this is the last time I would want to play in the AFC. 
So any other team, like the AFC is wide open, like we've all been saying. Don't be surprised if the Chiefs come out the AFC once again because they have the best quarterback in the conference. Um, in the league. Moving on. All about the Raiders. Uh, I think this team has been through so much. The fact that they're even 5-4 and four right now it shows a lot of character in Derek Carr. Um, they've been through a lot, so I, I just got to give them – I can't blame them for getting blown out by a team that's red hot. Uh, they, they don't even have a, a real coach right now. They lost Henry Ruggs. And Derek Carr is just trying to hold the ship together, which he's doing a pretty good job at. But, yeah, I, I just think this this division, I, it's going to be it's going to be chief for the taking. Um, unfortunately, the, the, the Raiders haven't um, had the best situation. And then the Chargers aren't looking too hot right now. So I think the Chiefs are going to win this division pretty easily. By the end of the season, I think they'll have a two- or three-game lead over all the other teams and then – they're going to take the division, and uh, they're going to roll into the Super Bowl. You hear that, Shrey? Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Hey, they're going to beat the Cowboys next week, too. Recency bias, man. You heard it here first. They're going to beat the Cowboys next week. Okay. Um, I wasn't impressed by this Chiefs win. Uh, I I thought they were What a hater. Win. What a hater. Yeah, you really don't. They're, they went against the Raiders, man. The Raiders are dead. The Raiders are dead. I knew this was I knew this coming in. The Raiders, I like there's only there's only so much you can overcome. They have to overcome losing their coach. They have to overcome the rugs incident. <laughs> Not another coach is suing uh the NFL. Yeah, and then this past week, Damon Arnett, I don't know what this man was doing on TikTok, threatening people. Um, and he got released. So their last for last two first-round picks are not on the team anymore, and then one of them in Clylan Farrell has been a backup this whole season. Uh, so I, I, they got to figure out what they're doing in that draft, man. Um, I mean, Ruggs was fine until, obviously, the incident. But, I mean, Arnett wasn't playing well as is, and then Farrell has just been an utter disappointment. Um, this Raiders team is dead. Uh, and, are, like... I swear this dude Mahomes gets so lucky, man. I oh saw five God, drop picks, five plays that could have been picks that were just dropped. Like, how does that happen? I don't know. You can say that about every quarterback, man. I swear. And then Deshaun Jackson just forgets which way he's going on a touchdown that could have changed the whole game. Like, and then he fumbles on top of that. Like, it just doesn't make sense how lucky this dude gets. I swear. No, I, you know, I realized that Mahomes – Throws 10 touchdowns in a game. Shrey's still going to be like, bro, he's so lucky, man. I swear. It's crazy, it's crazy how it's crazy how they got all these. They got a phantom face mask call against the Giants that kept their drive going at the end of the game on Monday night. Then Jake from State Farm is given COVID by Patrick Mahomes, and then he transfers it to Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers can't play, and they barely win by the skin of their teeth. They would have gotten destroyed if Rodgers played. And then this past week, I mean, they went against a reeling Raiders team. So I don't think they're as hot as everyone says. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to show them up, and it might get ugly, honestly. Um, wow, they, but, they the Chiefs are at home and they're favored by two and a half. So I don't. They see should that not be favored. I don't know why they're favored. Uh, they they had one really good game, and this it was this past week. Um, Kelsey finally, I mean, he finally had his game. Uh, I mean. It, everything was working for them. I mean, Mahomes threw up a prayer to Daryl Williams and Jonathan Abrams just lost the ball in the air. That should have been a pick as well. 
Um, sorry, no, I'm playing. <laughs> that was a good throw. But, oh, I mean, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're um, leading the division, and they haven't been playing well. I've got to give them credit for that. I'll give them credit there. Um, the rest of the teams in the division look like they're kind of falling off. So, I think, I mean, they got this division. I'm, I, I said they wouldn't make the playoffs just two weeks ago, and then all of a sudden all the chips fell in line for them, and uh, I think they're probably going to win their division. They definitely will be scary uh, um, as a as a wild card team, um, considering their history and obviously the explosive um, explosiveness of their offense. Um, but yeah, I mean, in this AFC, obviously um, it's wide open, so they definitely have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I'm obviously not picking; I'm sticking my, with my pick of the Bills. Um, but yeah, it looks like they've kind of finally kind of figured something out along with the luck. Um, so yeah, I mean they're they're um, in position to uh, make a run if they if they can. Uh, Vincey, no, that sounded like to me. What? I feel like I'm a Mahomes hater, bro. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Like everything, oh. there's an excuse for every good thing he does, yeah. man. Yeah, if you count, there's a reason they don't count potential picks that were dropped. It happens to everybody, but they should have caught it. It's, it's, it's been going on his whole career, so why is it a problem now, bro? You weren't you weren't saying this when they're when they won the Super Bowl, but yeah, four four hundred yards, five touchdown game for Pat, for Pat Mahomes, slight work, bro. Um, no, you know what's scary about it too? He missed a couple of deep shots too. So he's been missing those all year, man. He's been missing those all year, and he's still at four hundred yards and five touchdowns. So what do you want to say about that? That's that's the best quarterback in the league. This team is poised to make a run. The defense has been bowling the last couple of weeks. Uh, Lejarius Sneed and Tyron Matthew, a huge part in that role. Uh, I still want the linebacker, but they're bowling. This team is scary. This is still my Super Bowl pick. I'm gonna stick with them. Uh, they had they got their mojo back. Unfortunately, they had to beat down the greatest team that's been through so much the last couple of months with the John Gruden, Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett. Um, their morale is probably very low right now. Uh, if anyone, I'll put Derek Carr in the position that you know have to pick up the pieces, the old incidents. He's the right man for the job, but yeah, they're just feels right. Like, this is a, a game that they should the Chiefs should have won. Uh, the Raiders, I don't think they're going to push you for the playoffs anymore. I think they'll fall out of it. But great win for the Chiefs, you know. Super Bowl bound. Patty Mahomes on his way to Super Bowl number two. And, yeah, he's going to surpass Brady real soon. In about oh, 10 years. In about, oh, in about 10 years. Oh, about God. Five I'm going to throw up, man. Sure, you're making don't me want to root against the Cowboys next week, bro. I swear. Huh? You're making me want to root against the Cowboys next week. Okay, I'll bet on the Cowboys. You bet on the I'm not betting on the Chiefs, bro. I don't want to bet on the, my against my team, but like, man, man, why you gotta hit my home like that, man? What what more excuses can you make? Four hundred yards and five touchdowns, bro. And you say they say he's lucky? Come on now. Yeah, they've been doing that his whole career. Now, I'm now it's telling you, man, Michael now Parsons. Now it's Michael Parsons is gonna be hunting for him next week. We'll see what happens. Trayvon Diggs picks him off twice, and then I'll be like, okay, fine. But after Terry we'll Hill gets him, after Terry Hill gets him. Gives up three hundred yards. They're like, being uh, overvalued right goods. now. They're being overvalued right now. I'm telling you, they're not <laughs> as good as people think they are. Ah, speaking of overvalued, we gotta move on. Monday night football last night. Uh, OBJ's first game in a Rams uniform, and 
it was ugly. Sean McVay gets cooked again by Kyle Shannon. Uh, Kyle Shannon has his number. It's clear to see. It's kind of – it's at this point, it's just like I, I don't know what – like if you play Kyle Shannon every single year, you think you, you can – you know, you can prove a player at any time. These, these 49ers teams are undermatched, and they still, they're always competing with the Rams every single year. But it happened last year, uh, and it's happening this year once again. I, I just don't understand. Um, you know, Matthew Stafford in primetime, I mean, he's like Jared. I, and honestly, bro, I, Jared Goff might be better than, than Matthew Stafford in primetime. I, I, can't, I can't even lie, bro. This man, Stafford, comes in off a terrible Sunday night game um, against Tennessee last week. Comes into this game this week, two picks, bro. Uh, one of them was OBJ's fault, I believe. Oh, I think OBJ ran the wrong route, but that's what happens when you practice with each other for like two days. Um, the first one was a tip, but like Stafford was never scary in this game at all. Uh, even at the end of the game, it was fourth. I think it was third and goal. He runs past the line of scrimmage, past the line of scrimmage, and then backpedals a little bit to get behind the line of scrimmage and still throws the ball. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, this this Rams team, I, I don't know. They have the they have stars everywhere. I think they're just too finesse. They need to get down to the ground and pound, um, like the 49ers. The 49ers said, "Hey, I don't care about you guys at Von Miller. We don't care. You have Aaron Donald. We don't care about Jalen Ramsey. We're gonna run it right up the middle." Elijah Mitchell, 27 carries, 91 yards. Uh, Jeff Wilson got a lot of carries. I think he had 10 carries. Jimmy G only threw the ball 19 times. Uh, this is like the formula for the 49ers winning: just ground and pound. Uh, I saw George Kittle manhandle Von Miller last yeah. night. George Kittle is he's a he's a monster. Um, Trent Williams was boring Von Miller too. So this 49ers team, it was a desperation desperate win for them. They got their job done, um, and they are trying to sneak into the playoffs. I don't know if they'll get there, but if they do get in the playoffs, I do not want to play the damn 49ers man running the ball 40 times a game. Yeah, um, that was an absolute uh, manhandling of the the Rams. Uh, the, I think that was the first time the 49ers looked like what they looked like two years ago when they made the Super Bowl. Um, they were, I think, they were the healthiest they've been in a, in in years, actually. And um, I mean that they just threw the kitchen sink at the Rams. I mean, Debo Samuel was in the backfield. Um, they were just running all over them. Um, the defense was balling out. And I think we got to reevaluate this Matt Stafford to the Rams thing because he's not a top, he's not a top tier quarterback. He is a, he's, I think he's one notch below because um, we haven't seen it in big games yet. Um, he went to the playoffs three times um, and lost all three times. And yeah, the organization was terrible like this and that, but they were still in that position in the playoffs. Um, to win a game in advance, and he couldn't do it for them. And he had weapons, man. He had Calvin Johnson, the best, one of the best receivers of all time. And he Golden had, Tate. Yeah, like he's had good weapons throughout his career, I think. And um, like you got to deliver in those situations. He hasn't been in that many big games. And this year, um, he's had like this is the first year where he's had like real expectations. So we don't know how he's going to be able to handle that. Um, the last two primetime games, um, like, he's thrown some bad balls. Like, I'm, like, really not that scared of him in a big game situation. Um, I thought the first pick was on him. He should not have been forcing that ball. It was still in double coverage. Um, the second pick, obviously, I mean, like, he did. Higby dropped that. You can't be doing that. They just look completely out of sync. Um, I'm not too worried about them 
as a team because, I mean, they had uh, Von Miller playing his first game. Obviously, no Robert Woods, who was a huge part of their offense. Um, OBJ still getting used to the playbook and stuff. He didn't play much. It was Cooper, Bu- Cooper Cup or Bust, and he also had a drop uh, on third mm-hmm. down. Um, Higby had two huge drops, um, one on another third down as well. So they're just completely out of sync. I think their line um, can get pushed around, but I think the reason for that is because they haven't been running the ball at all. Um, they had eight. Um, Sean McVay's offense is a play-action offense. He needs to stick to what he's done well throughout his coaching career, and I think he has put too much trust in Stafford to just fling it around, and um, I don't think you can do that. Like, he needs to stick to his – he needs to stick to his fundamentals, McVeigh, uh, and they need to run the ball. They need because, like, that's where like the offense opens up for Sean McVeigh. Um, uh, once they start running the ball, um, obviously um, they were down, but still, uh, I felt I feel like they haven't run the ball enough this year. Daryl Henderson is a capable runner. Um, I've seen him um, get uh, have a lot of huge gains this year. Um, and I don't think they have been using him enough. Um, so, yeah, I think the Rams, uh, they just need a few weeks to figure it out. But when it comes down to it, if they can't win this division, I don't trust Matthew Stafford going on the road and winning three playoff games. Um, and right now, the way the expectations are, it's Super Bowl or bust. And this yeah. could end up looking real ugly for the Rams. Uh, this game was a massacre of the Rams. It was you guys are right. It's a bunch of the Rams don't have the means to deal with more physical teams. Uh, they have stars at all three levels of the defense. They have a guy who, in Matthew Stafford, people thought you know he just in Detroit. His career never really had a chance. Well, now he's on the big stage, and it looked like he's folded twice, two times in a row. Uh, but, you know, honestly, I think you know playing the big stage that comes with you know time. So, I'm sure by the time the playoffs come, I'm hoping because they are my pick currently so unless I change it for the Super Bowl uh, from NFC. So, hopefully by the playoffs he can, you know, get used to playing under that spotlight. He has all the expectations on him now, the lights on him. Uh, how We got to see how he delivers with that. Uh, OBJ, he's he going to need time to adjust his offense. Uh, you, you, you don't just walk into a new team and you have a Instant perfect chemistry with the quarterback. No, it takes time to develop. And that's what's going to happen with the Rams. It takes a couple weeks, two, three weeks, they'll be fine and they'll look dominant. The 49ers are mm-hmm. on Time possession is why they win the game. They run the ball really well. They had the ball, I think it was like 10 minutes to like seven or, or 20 to seven, something like that. They had the ball the majority of the time and that hurt the Rams. That lack of offensive possessions. They had turnovers and that really killed them. Uh, George Kittle, that dude is so why he is still a top two tight end in the league. Uh, they may not use him as much as they use Kel- as the Chiefs use Kelsey, but he's just as talented. Uh, and you know maybe the four nine team can stick it to the playoffs. Who knows? They really need this win. We'll see how you know if his health continues, how Jimmy G plays for the rest of the season. But that could be a game changer win for the four ers yeah, they... one, one last thing. That fake kick. What what was he thinking there? Like <laughs> that was so dumb. They had 22 seconds left. They were probably gonna have to kick a field goal anyway. And 
and they could have been down by 11, and he just, I don't know what he was thinking there. Like, you just flipped the, like, just added more momentum to the 49ers when you could have just kicked it um, and gone down by 11 going into half and ha- at least have a little bit of momentum. Yeah, it was just like it was perplexing to me. Rams right now are slated to play Tampa Bay in the first round, so not ideal situation. Um, I think the Rams they desperately need to win this division because, like Trey said, Stafford, I don't trust him going road and win three straight playoff games to get to the Super Bowl because the road right now is looking like. If they, if they beat Tampa, Tampa they got to go play. They got to play Green Bay, and they got to play either whoever wins Green Bay or Dallas. So it's, it's going to be a rough path for the, the Rams. Um, yeah, the Rams don't want to go to Lambo. Yeah, no, I do. do. Those little finesse boys, they're going to die in Lambo. Moving on to the NBA, though, we got to talk about the Washington Wizards. Probably the most surprising team of the of the season thus far. Um, they're looking good. They're rolling. The number one team in the in the in the NBA right now. Um, did I expect this? No, did anybody expect this? I don't think so. Uh, they are looking good, and they're doing it without Bradley Beal for some of these games. I think recently against New Orleans, he wasn't playing. Spencer Dinwiddie has taken a huge leap um, to be primary scorer sometimes. Um, Corey Kispert looks looking good as a rookie. This team is very deep. Um, there are so many players. I mean, you got different times. Got Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma, who's stepping up to the plate, who, who, you know, hey, right, right now at the moment, bro, he's a natural, he's a natural winner, bro. He's, he's had, had one losing season in the NBA, and that was LeBron's fault. It's a rookie year. But ever since then, this man and Kuzma are winning, on winning team every single time. The Wizards last year, um, they barely missed out on the, I think they got swept by the Sixers. Another look at that, number one team with additional Kyle Kuzma. Isn't that so crazy? Um, yeah, yeah, the Wizards are looking good. I don't, I don't know if they'll keep it up. They got a huge test coming up against, um, I think it's Miami. Miami. They got Miami, Miami coming up in uh, two days. So we'll see how they play against them. Um, I just, honestly, I mean, this is the most surprising story of the year. West Hunt's up here, maybe up for close to the year, depending on how the Wizards um, end up the year. But, wow. Um, hats off to the Wizards. Uh, Russell Westbrook, the, the getting rid of Russ was probably the best offseason they had. So, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they've been I've been so impressed. Uh they're they run twelve deep and they don't even have Hachimo and Thomas Bryant back yet. Um I'm really impressed with what um Wes Unsell Jr. has been doing. I think he knows how to manage his rotations, unlike Scott Brooks. Um and the fact that they've been playing so well without Beal really shows um how good of a team they are because in past years, I mean, without Beal, it was pretty much a death sentence. But now you got you got guys who um, who are put in positions like Kyle Kuzma, um, Harold Dinwiddie. Um, they're really being trusted um, into being like, and and they're be, being trusted and they're playing free at the same time. And um, they've been really thriving in these in in their roles. Uh, Kuzma, I mean. That tear he went on against the Magic, uh, he was just stroking it. Um, he, he's with a lot of confidence right now. I think this is a great fit for him. Um, Gafford's been playing well in limited minutes because of Harold playing so well. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how they um, incorporate Hachimura and Bryant once they come back because they have they have a lot of guys they can throw in in a playoff series that will contribute um, positively. Um, it's just a matter of 
mixing and matching those parts. I think they'll. I I think there will be a little bit of a fall off, but I still think at this point um, we can say that um, they will probably be in the playoffs. If you asked me this uh, two months ago, I would have said the Wizards wouldn't have made the playoffs, but they're looking good this year, you know. And if not by the fashion, which I thought, if, the, if they had to be good, I wouldn't have thought to be on the defensive end. I would have thought been offensive and mm-hmm. cooking. But they're scrapping. They're getting down and dirty. Um, I think they have like the fourth or fifth best defensive rating or something like that. But they've been balling. Uh, this is a very deep team. We have a deep team. You can run a lot of options. You can run a lot of. We can throw a lot of different teams, and that's helping this team. You know, off to the 10, 10 and three start. Ten and three. Yep. Um. For the playoffs, though, I don't think this team has what it takes to go far. I think they're poised to be a good regular season team, but a first-round exit. Uh, they just don't have a star power outside of Bradley Bailey to need for the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, this is a good start for them, a good start for the rest of the outside of the Ross and Beal era. That's over now, and, you know, that was a good trade. Okay? Especially then with you doing great things for this team. Oh, yeah, 27 last, last time they played. So, this team is this team is looking good. I can't I can't lie. Kuzma been doing some good things. I don't like Kuzma, but he's been balling this year. He may not be shooting it the best, but he's doing all the little things. We're in the ball, getting some blocks, getting up there. So that's more props yeah. to him. The idiot Lakers did not use uh, <laughs> Montrez Arrow, and look at what he's doing on the Wizards now. Yeah. Uh, the, the last team I want to talk about is the New Orleans Pelicans, man. Trash. The worst organization in the NBA. No debate. I I, just, I don't know where to start with this team. Um, they 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 let they let Drew Holiday go for nothing, and then they let Lonzo go. And what do they expect? Do you think Nikhil Alexander Walker is gonna step up to the plate? Do you think Kira Lewis Jr. is gonna step up to the plate? This team is trash, bro. David Griffin, how does he even have a job in the NBA? I can I can manage this team better, bro. And then um. As for Zion, bro, I, I honestly, I'm very concerned. Uh, I, he looks a little bigger. I, I hope it's just the angle of the picture, but, like, he looks bigger. Um, and he's apparently nowhere near close to being able to return. So, I don't know if he's pulling James Harden and trying to get out of New Orleans. But uh, if I'm him, lose the weight and then request him to trade, bro. I'm leaving New Orleans as soon as I can. Let Brandon Ingram score as much as he wants in New Orleans. Put up 40 a game, bro. Put, four, put up 40 a game and miss playoffs every single year. I don't care, bro. The Pelicans are a poverty franchise. Um, the only reason they were even relevant last year was because they had those flashy uh, flashy kids. They had Lonzo, they had Zion, they had B.I. But now the team is just irrelevant. Um, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Jonas Valanciunas gets traded later in the year. Um, he's putting up big numbers, but yeah, this Pelicans team trash. Uh, don't want to hear about them ever again. David Griffin, you should retire. You're also trash. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, this team is like this organization. This team is absolute garbage. Um, David Griffin. Everyone was touting him after he got these late first round picks for Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. Like. Those picks are not going to do anything. You, It's so hard to find guys late in the first round that are going to turn into, like, viable contributors for your team for the long run. And, um, like, they got Eric Bledsoe. They got Steven Adams. Like, those two guys are gone um, and honestly did not play well for you. Um, Zion, this whole situation is just so confusing to me. I don't know what's going on. Like, 
they decided to opt for surgery so late. At first they said, oh, he's going to come back for opening day. Then it was, oh, two weeks. Now we have no clue. Um, he just resumed, I think, one-on-one workouts. Like, it's going to be a while till he comes back. Um, and honestly, at this point, I don't know if it's even worth bringing him back this year because they're going to just be so bad. They're not going to have a chance to get into the plan or the playoffs. Um, obviously, we know um, Brandon, Brandon Ingram is not a first option for a winning team. Um, <laughs> they don't have a point guard, uh, really. I think Kyra Lewis is more of a combo guard. Uh, obviously, Alexander Walker is, a, is not a point guard. He is a shooting guard. Um, he can't shoot. Yeah, who is very inefficient. Um, I think he can shoot. He's just super inefficient. Um, It's just, like, it's just a horrible look on David Griffin. Like, he's gone through, what, this is third coach now. Um, The Stan Van Gundy hiring was just absolutely stupid. I don't know how he thought it was going to work. Bringing in that old guy on the block for a bunch of young guys. Like, there there was no way that was going to work, and that was done with within a year. And now, I mean, I think, uh, what, Willie Green, right? He, like, he'll be a good coach, but um, it's just, it, it, this this roster is just not good enough to win games at this point. And um, not having guys like Lonzo and Drew Holiday who are unselfish and um, are good leaders um, is really going to hurt a team like this, um, a young team. And, 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 um, yeah, go ahead. The thing I was about to say is, like, they're not in a rebuilding stage anymore. They they were last year in a win or get to the playoffs mode for the past mm-hmm. two seasons, and now it's just now, there's now nothing. Now it's a rebuild. Now it's like, now it's yeah. Now it's a rebuild with Zion on the team and Bi. It just it's just terrible, man. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. And a lot of people have been saying like this Zion and Bi pairing is not going to work out. And um, at this point, like I don't think we'll get a chance to even see if it works out. Um, <laughs> Because of the Zion injury and how poorly they're playing currently, um, I think Bi might get traded this offseason, and we won't even be able to see what the real, like how this pairing would actually like pan out. This is a joke of a franchise. But first, when you said Bi is not a first option, stop it, bro. On a winning team, we don't we don't know that yet though. On a winning team, no. We said they said the same thing about Devin Booker, bro. They said the same thing about Devin Booker, but that's besides the point. Pelicans are trash. Uh, David Griffin, I don't know how he has a job. I mean, play. You're right, Vince. We, I bet if any of us. That's what I'm saying, put bro. In this position, we, we're doing well. I played my GM, bro. Did he ever play my GM as a kid? No. But yeah, this dude, Zion got to he got to slim down. He got to lose some weight. Honestly, because it's not looking good for him, especially with that weight. Foot issues are bound to occur. Uh, and we're seeing now, so they want to be really want to be extra cautious with him. I did just see a report that said he will be trying to return in December, so we'll, we'll see Bi and Zion together again around then. They just cleared him for one on one workouts, uh, so we'll see how he responds. If he can slim down by December, but that way it's got to be a big thing on his mind, and he got to you know control it so he can may be the maximum or full potential Zion that we've seen in the past. Um, but letting go of Drew Holiday and Lonzo, that's gonna be the dumbest thing that the Pelicans have ever done in their lives because they have no they have no plan in place for anyone to replace them. Like, like I don't even know what was. Yeah, like they're not. They have no playmaker on this team. Like Nikhil Alexander Walker, he's a scorer first. 
Um, Karen Lewis, I must, he's not that good. So I don't know what, what they were thinking, but it's looking like, you know, Zion might be going to New York soon or B.I. <laughs> going to Miami. Who knows? If they don't figure it out soon, this rebuild was a failure. To their Every, Everything they've done does not make sense. Like last year, they were trying to win and they traded away Holiday. And now this year, it's just like, it just does not make sense at all. Like, I, I can't do it anymore with James Griffin. Yeah, I'm not on the Pelicans, man. Um, they, they, they frustrated me so much in the past two years. Just can't do I can't deal with this team anymore. Um, yeah. And uh, with all this being said, also, That's what I'm Ball out yesterday. I, I know the Pelicans and Lakers were sick. <laughs> 27, 8, and 7, bro. 7 of 10 from 3. Hey, but he can't shoot, though. But he can't shoot. Yeah, yeah, he can't shoot. And he's a bust. All right, man. With all that being said, that's going to wrap up our show for this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Good luck, Shrey and Kenny, for being uh, or flag football later. So, good luck for you good guys. Good luck to you for uh, basketball. Get some buckets, bro. And we'll see you all next week, man. Peace. Peace, Peace